Amen. Morning, church. You know, in this season, we have been encouraging our members uh, to be thankful even though it has been a very challenging year. This year has, has indeed been very different for, for all of us. But I really believe that we can definitely find reasons to give thanks to God for. And being thankful or thankfulness should never be complicated. Yeah, just now I, I, I was watching the, the video and, and uh, uh, Aiden was saying, thank you for this chair. And we, we may seem to be laughing over it, but you see, in, in the mind of the child, even the simple things are, 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 are things that, that, that brings meaning or, or has value. And even for, for Arya, who say that, thank you for mommy, for daddy, and for Mei Mei. Yeah, and, and Emma was saying thank you for mum, mum, mum. I was, I was thinking that she was saying that mum, mum is you know, for food, right? Yeah, uh, and, and the thing is this, that, you know, and, and, and somehow in, in our lives, as we grow older, we, we allow our lives to be more complicated and we begin to think that being thankful should only be reserved to things that we get or, or you know, some, some big package or big present that we receive when we open up is, is a, such a surprise to us. And that, wow, we praise God, we thank God for that. But I tell you what, friends, we can give thanks to God every day in our lives with or without those presents or breakthroughs. Amen? Yeah, and being thankful is key to a healthy spiritual and physical life. I've never seen a thankful person who is unhealthy in the sense of like, you know, always walking around grumbling or, or, or always have, have things to, to complain uh, about. Yeah, and, and people who are thankful are often people who are very cheerful, very happy. Am I right? Yeah, turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor, you, you know, come on, be, be a thankful person. Yeah, many underestimates the power of thankfulness or gratefulness. You know, being thankful, thankfulness and gratefulness, you know, it's, it's amazing, it has a tremendous, uh, I would say power, but I, I would also say that it's an attitude that will lift us up and also lift us out of the physical limitations that surrounds us. Friends, it helps us to look beyond our current and into the coming. Yeah, and it's not just focused on, on just the now, but to be able to see beyond the now and into the future. And we all know that, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for, for, for God says that He knows the plans that He has for us, plans that will give us hope, plans that will prosper us, plans that will give us a future. You know, if we, we believe in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, then we should be always be thankful for every day in our lives, no matter what we go through. Yeah, I, I know that, you know, we've been saying that uh, be thankful for but this morning, I want to encourage us to learn to incorporate thankfulness in our daily lives. Not just based on occasional events, because we often think that, you know, we only give thanks when there's a breakthrough or when we get something good. I want to challenge us, I want to encourage us that this morning, let us not just be thankful for, but let us be thankful in. So let's turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. I want to read to you from the New King James Version and then the NIV Version. It says this, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In everything, everybody said in, shout out in. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 
The NIV version says, Rejoice always. Pray continuous, continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. NKJV says that in everything, in the NIV version it says, in all circumstances. For this is, the, this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So giving thanks in, not for, is the secret to our victories in our lives. Because if we only give thanks for, we focus on getting. Our motivation is about what we receive. But we all know that life is full of contradictions and imperfections. But these are never the conclusions of our lives. Hence, giving thanks in makes more sense. Amen? So, of course, we don't have to give thanks for the difficulties in our lives. I, I, I don't think that, you know, I thank God that we, we, we don't have to, you know, the Bible does not instruct us, oh, thank you for the pain that I'm facing. Thank you for the pay cut that I, I received. Thank you for, you know, the, the, the bad medical report. It's not, we don't have to thank God for those things. But we can give thanks in those difficulties. That God, even though I'm in pain, thank you because you are still God. Amen? Even though I'm in lack, Lord, I thank you that in this situation that you are still my provider. Amen? Giving thanks in shows a heart that recognizes that God is bigger in us than what we need for our lives. That's why giving thanks in is the secret to our victories. Amen? It is not always easy to give thanks, am I right? But this is the very thing that we must do in order to see God working in us. Thanksgiving has great power to bring joy and break the power of the enemy over our lives. Whenever we give thanks to God, the enemy loses his right and battle in our lives. That's why Paul, even in the most difficult times, and most of his letters were written in prison. Rejoice always. His, he was written in prison. Give praise to God. He was written in prison. Psalms chapter 92, verse 1. It says this, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. Almost high. The Bible says it is good to give thanks to God. It does well for our hearts, it does well for our minds, it does well for our bodies, and it does well for our spirit. Let me encourage you. Every morning when you wake up, be thankful to God. Amen? Let's start by doing this, you know, this entire week. The first thing you, you wake up is that, God, thank you. Just say this, God, thank you. I believe that after one week, you will have a very different attitude. You will have a very different mindset. You will have a very different spirit. Because thankfulness will definitely see, help us to see God working in our lives. Not just giving what we want, but really being with us in all that we face in this life. Amen? The Bible also goes to the extent to say that the godless and the wicked does not give thanks to God. In Romans chapter 1, verse 21, the, the, the Passion translation says this, Throughout human history, the fingerprints of God were upon them, yet they refused to honour Him as God or even be thankful for His kindness. So, godless people, wicked people, they don't give thanks to God. 
So instead, they entertained their corrupt and foolish thoughts about what God was like. This left them with nothing but misguided hearts steeped in moral darkness. So we need to understand that if we don't give thanks to God, we can be included in the godless, as the godless and also the wicked. Is it difficult to give thanks to God? Come on. It's not difficult, right? Because God is just so amazing and so great in our lives. So I want to share with you three things about how do you successfully become an unthankful person? So I want to do it something different, you know, for the last sermon of the year. You know, because I'm saying that sometimes you tell people to do the good they don't do. So I'm telling you about the bad. Maybe you will do the good. All right? Okay. How do you successfully become an unthankful person? I pray none of us will, will, will dream to be that. But if at all, if you think that you want to be an unthankful person, these are the three things that you need to do. Number one, use negative words as often as you can. All you need to do is simply practice narrating your frustrations more and more every day. Instead of giving thanks, complain. The more strongly you label things negatively, the better you're going to be able to cultivate a grumbling spirit. Use word like, words like hopeless, horrible, our Malaysian favourite, sure die. Sure cannot! And some, you know, like this, to use this word, D-A-M-N, or S-H-I-T. Friends, use those words every day in your life and you will be successful in becoming an unthankful person. Just like positive words can uplift your spirit, negative words can depress your spirit. I've never seen a person who uses negative words all the time a happy person. I've never encountered a person who just smiling and say, oh, it's a horrible day. Oh, should I? La? <laughs> I've never seen people like that. If I see people, I think probably is, something is wrong with that person. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Friends, you will either eat the fruit of death or life. It's your choice what you're going to love. Whether what comes out from your mouth is going to be life or death. James chapter 3, verse 10 to 11 says, And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. How can we be praising God in one moment and then you know, oh, God is so good. You know, how great God is. And then we walk out from this place. We, you know, we, such, uh, we, we you know, uh, turn off our, our computers or our TV after watching, uh, attending service online and then say, hi, this life is horrible. And one hand, when we are giving a time, oh, God is my provider. And then next moment you say, hi, you know, this month, I don't know how I've survived. Like, I have no more money. Sure die one. 
Friends, does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? The answer is no. So we must discipline our tongue. You know, I like, you know, uh, one of our couples in church, they begin to challenge each other because I, I talk to them. I say, come on, man. Guys, learn to, to not use those words that, you know, those, you know, S-H-I-T, D-A-M-N. And, 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 and they challenge each other. They say, if, if, if any one of us use these words, you know, we, we owe each other, uh, we owe the other person a, a drink. So I thought it was really good to encourage each other. You know, and, and one of them, you know, was telling me, well, Pastor, I have a lot of drinks to drink, man, this week. So the thing is this, what I'm trying to say, don't use negative words over your children. You know, I, I really cannot comprehend or even stand when parents say, oh, my son or my daughter is not as good as their cousins. How would you feel, parents, if your children say things like, you know, ah, my parents are not as good as my uncles and my aunties? Somebody say, ouch. Friends, life is full of imperfections. But in spite of all those things, come on, let fresh water come out from, my mouth, from our mouths. Even though my children may not be the best, but yet they are the best in my eyes. Even though my parents may not be the best, but they are the best in my life. Amen? So the first thing, if you want to successfully become an unthankful person, use negative words as often as you can. Secondly, be constantly distracted by yourself. Don't waste time by simply enjoying a meal with people who care for you. Just entertain yourself constantly by looking at your phone. Every time when you sit down with people that really care for you, like your parents, your family dinner, or, or with your friends, your, your, your CG leaders, or, or people who really invest in your life, come on. As you eat with them, just take out your phone and just be busy scrolling on. Scrolling, you know, on, on people's, uh, uh, you know, social media. Just keep looking at news when the world is going to end. Because if you give yourself too much time to focus on real people, you might miss the opportunity of the unreal that is happening around you. When you keep looking at all this, you know, uh, what do you call, uh, uh, you know, social media, you know, all these things. I, I don't know how lasting is those things. How real are those things? I've seen couples who, you know, take selfies together. Oh, come on, let's smile. You know, it's so beautiful, the beach behind. Pop, smile. Then the next moment, fighting on the beach. Come on. Or you focus too much on the good things that has happened around you, you might just miss the potential of the threats of the bad that could happen to you. So instead of, like, you know, looking around for all the good, you know, come on, just, just be distracted. Think of all the worst that can happen. Oh, you know, I'm eating fish. Instead of like, oh, such a good fish, you're thinking like, oh, maybe the bones are going to cause me to choke and die. Come on. Be constantly distracted by yourself. Don't give thanks for the good in your life, but be anxious over the bad. 
that could happen in your life. I'm sure you will enjoy worrying more than having peace. You will definitely enjoy being anxious, being, you know, in a worry, worrisome state, than having peace in your life. The Bible says, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Everybody say thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. So don't be distracted. But all these things around you, but instead, the Bible tells us that even with all these things happen, let us focus on God. Amen? But if you want to be successful in becoming an unthankful person, just constantly be distracted by yourself. Love your phone. I'm sure your screen friends love you more than the real people that's in front of you. You guys get my drift? What a way to end this, the year, right? With a sermon like this, I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> and the third point, if you want to be successful in becoming an unthankful person, number three, only focus on yourself. Use every spiritual means possible, every spiritual avenue possible to think that everything is about you. Worship is about you. It's about how you feel. Whether, you know, when you worship, well, whether I feel the presence of God or not. Whether I feel, you know, God pouring His anointing upon your life to do nothing. Just standing there lifting, oh, I feel His anointing, I feel, wow, God's anointing. But then do what? You don't even lay hands on the sick. You don't even feed the poor. When you pray, just focus on yourself. What you want. Focus only on what you want. Give thanks to God and praising Him is a wasteful time of your, for you. Just keep thinking and living as if God owes it all to you and you are the most important person around. You will be very successful becoming unthankful. In fact, because you focus so much on yourself, right? People should be thankful to you just because you exist. If this is all you seek, then by all means, focus on yourself. Everything is about you. Romans chapter 12, verse 3, the Passion Translation says this, God has given me grace to speak a warning about pride. I would ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your importance. Instead, Honestly assess your worth by using your God-given faith as the standard of measurement and then you will see your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. Amen? 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says, God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So the Bible tells us that our lives is not about ourselves. But if you want to be successful in becoming an unthankful person, come on, just focus everything on yourself. Fortunately, we can all reverse the points of this sermon, in this sermon, to show what it looks like to be thankful. Amen? 
So if you, after, this, after hearing these three points, you decided, I'm not going to be an unthankful person, then don't do all those things. Don't use negative words. Don't be distracted by yourself. Don't just only focus on yourself. Amen? I've learned about some things about thankful people. Thankful people is appreciative of life. Every day is a gift. But at, at the same time, they are not idealists. They know that life is not perfect and is perfectly okay with that. But yet, they will still give thanks to God. Job was a man like that. Job was a godly man. But he went through challenges in his life that is just beyond words could, could even you know, describe the feelings that, or, or the hardship that he has to go through. But yet Job in chapter 2 verse 10 says this, Shall we indeed accept good from God? Shall we not accept adversity? So he had the maturity to understand that good and bad, they are part of life. Amen? And we should not just only accept the good, but also the adversity in our lives. Thankful people, they refuse to, own, uh, refuse to let only good or only bad to determine the stories of their lives. They know that their stories are made of both the good and the bad. Amen? So be appreciative of life. Aren't you glad that you're still alive today? Just simple things like that by the very fact that you can open your eyes and still breathe. And, you know, if you're married, you turn to the person that, you know, that's, that's sleeping next to you and you thank God for that person. You understand what I'm saying? You can still go to work. Still have your family. You still have friends. Be appreciative of life. I think a few weeks ago, I shared about my friend who went to bed on a Wednesday night and Thursday morning, he didn't wake up. He passed away. 54 years old. Friends, I want to tell you, be appreciative of life. Amen? So don't complain on what you don't have, but one thing that you definitely have is your life. If you, have, if you still have life, there's still a chance. Amen? Hallelujah. So thankful people always verbalize their appreciation. Language matters. And the words we choose to use have great impact. Just like how a child learns to talk by listening, our being is also influenced by what we say. If your child grows up in an environment that's always filled with negative words, I tell you what, that will probably be his normal language. And so I, I pray that we will understand this. That even in spite of everything, yes, we appreciate, you know, we are appreciative of life, but we also need to verbalize our appreciation. In the same verse, in Job chapter 2, verse 10, the second part it says this: in all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Isn't it amazing? So we need to learn, amen, to always guard our mouth. 
Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19 to 20. You guys all right? Okay, it says this, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19 to 20, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Give thanks always for all things to God and the Father and in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So it tells us, speaking to one another in psalms in, and hymns and spiritual songs and singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So it talks about being thankful. Amen? It is a joy that is within. So verbalize, vocalize our thankfulness until it becomes an attitude in our lives. Amen? I think that's just so important that even as we have gone through such a, a, a challenging year, as the year comes to an end and a new year awaits, let the attitude of thankfulness be part of our daily lives. No matter how challenging this year has been or how challenging next year will be, come on friends, it should not change the level of our thankfulness to God. Amen? Thankful people are always looking ways to be a blessing to others. Because thankfulness is, ex is expressed through words and actions. Everybody say actions. Blessings should not stop with us. As receivers, we also should be givers. God doesn't want to bless us so that we can meet our own needs, but He does it so we can meet the needs of other people. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8 says, Freely you have received, freely give. So when we give, and every time when we give of our tithes and offering, when we you know, become a blessing to other people, it doesn't, you know, it does more for us in our hearts, in our spirit, in our attitude. Because it's so important that we need to be a channel of God's blessing in our lives. God does not bless us with riches so that we become richer. God blesses us with riches so that we can become, we are able to reach other people. Am I right? Come on. Riches are not to make you richer. But you need to be a richer. Come on. Amen? So I'm very excited that, you know, even this Christmas time, not, not the secret Santa, right, thing. But when we found out one of our, our church friends, they're, 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 one of their ministries is raising funds for, for a refugee school. You know, so many people begin to, you know, make, you know, make effort to, to, to help out, to give. It's just amazing. Amen? So, come on guys. Freely, we have received freely give. Last point. Thankful people, they expel tox toxicity of discontentment and they appreciate what they have. Thankfulness never allow lack to stop its joy. Instead of focusing on what they don't have, they are thankful for what they have. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 tells us, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. Discontentment and thankfulness 
cannot exist at the same time. Amen. It cannot exist at the same time. Thankfulness and gratitude doesn't come just because we receive something. They get translated into generosity. 2 Corinthians 7, 9, verse 10 to verse 15. You guys okay? He says this, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the seeds of the Lord's people, but it is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God because of the service by which you have proved yourself others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else and in their prayers for their in their prayers for you their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace God has given to you thanks be to God for his indescribable gift so friends, one of the ways to express our thankfulness is generosity. So I want to encourage us. We don't only become generous when we have much. Being generous is not about the surplus. It's not depending on the surplus. But with what you have. Joey was sharing about the widow with the two mics who, who came before the, the, the temple treasury and she put in the two mics. It may not seem to be a lot in the eyes of the world, but God is not measuring based on the standard of the world. She gave because she was thankful to God. She gave because she knew who was her creator. She knew who was worthy of all her praise, who was worthy of all her worship. So even with the last two mics, she gave her all to God. Friends, I pray that we will not end up being unthankful. We will not become an unthankful people. But we will be a people who are always grateful to God. Who will always be a channel of His blessing. Who will always be generous. Because the very fact is this, thankfulness is always expressed. It is never kept within. It needs to come out verbally. It needs to be vocalized, verbalized. It needs to be translated into actions. Let's be thankful and grateful in all seasons. Let it be a way of life and also an attitude in us. Remember, giving thanks in and not for is the key to our victories. So a lot of people, they stop giving thanks because they're waiting for that something in their lives but I want to challenge you I want to encourage you let's change our mindset let's change our attitude let's give thanks to God in everything in all circumstances not just for the four in our lives let's give thanks to God in this season not for the presents that we're going to receive or the bonus that we're going to get or the promotion that we're going to get but let us in all seasons 
in all things, in all circumstances, give thanks to God. Friends, let us not give room to the enemy to hold us or to manipulate us. Sometimes we think that, you know, thanksgiving is measured by, by physical things. It's, it's not. It must start from within us. It must be translated out from us. That overflow of living water, the joy, the thankfulness, that praise, that thanksgiving. Maybe some of you are in pain right now. Come on, we can give thanks. Maybe some of you are in life, we can give thanks. Maybe some of you, you're in, in great health. Give thanks. Maybe some of you, you, you have, you know, an abundance. And give thanks in everything. Giving thanks is, is for every person. Whether rich or poor, healthy or sick. Successful or not so successful. Whether you're scoring your distinction or you're not scoring your distinction. Come on. Give thanks. Give thanks in everything. Don't measure your thanksgiving by what you're going to receive or what you're going to get. Give thanks because of just simply of who God is in our lives. I want to share with you one hymn. It's written by this man by the name of Horatio Spafford. This man was not a stranger to tragedy. He, he was in a terrible time of his life where his business was failing. And he sent his, his wife and his four daughters across the Atlantic over to United Kingdom. And he was from, they were from Chicago. And because of his business affairs, he, he could not live with the family, he could not go with the family in this journey. He sent them ahead of him. But then tragedy struck. The cruise, the ship that the wife and the four daughters were in, met with an accident and, and it sank, and all four daughters died. So Horatio Spafford, after hearing the news, quickly bought a ticket to go over to the United Kingdom to, to meet with his wife who survived that tragedy. And as they were passing, crossing the Atlantic, the captain of the ship told Horatio Spafford that this is the, the spot where your daughters died. Horatio, instead of being in a depressed attitude, he said he then penned the words of this hymn, It is well with my soul. Most people would have been disillusioned, but Horatio Spafford and his wife, Anne, when Horatio Spafford reached U United Kingdom and met with his wife, D.L. Moody, the great evangelist who knew the both of them, went and visited them, trying to comfort them in his mind was trying to comfort them because of their loss. But you know what Horatio Spafford and his wife Anne said this? It is well. The will of God be done. Friends, 
I don't know about you. It teaches us to give thanks in everything, in all circumstances, not for the things that we're going to receive. So why not? Let's focus on Jesus. Why not? I want to invite you to stand to your feet. We're going to worship God with this song, It Is Well With My Soul. You know, we have come to, to the year's end and this is the last Sunday service of the year. As we look back this entire year, 2020, are we able to say, It is well. It is well. Maybe this year you have suffered. In your health, you have suffered. Financially, you have suffered. In your relationship or whatever challenges that you, that you face. Can we still say it is well? Amen. Come on, let's focus on Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that we are able to say that because Jesus, indeed, you are the rock of our salvation. Lord, with you, Lord, all other things around, they are sinking sand. But you are the rock that stands, O God. And Lord, we pray that even as we, you know, come to the end of the year and, and the new year awaits, Father, we pray that Thanksgiving will know no season. It's not a year-end thing, it's not a beginning of the year thing, but it's an all-year-round thing. Lord, in our lives, so God, let it be, Lord, a thankfulness and gratefulness, let it be an attitude in our hearts, in our spirit, in our minds, in our physical. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that we will every single day Lord, to learn to use our lips, oh God, to give thanks to you in all situations, in all circumstances, in everything, oh God. Not just focusing on the things that, we, you know, that we're going gi- to get, oh God, or for the things that we're going to receive, but to be able to give thanks to you in every season of our lives. So Lord, we pray, let none of us become an un- unthankful person, but all of us, will become thankful and grateful to you. Lord, we thank you that indeed it is because of you, Lord, we are well in our lives. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. Now may the love of the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us in our going out, in our coming in. Lord, let thanksgiving be always be on our lips. In Jesus' name we pray and everyone say... Amen, amen, amen. So church, do join us for our Christmas service on the 25th of December at 10 a.m. We're looking forward to see you. And may God bless you and take care. This sermon has been brought to you by Harvest Generation Church. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged.